Well, hello again. Welcome to another episode of the Diamond Dingers podcast. In this episode, we preview the AL West, going over teams like the Rangers, the Mariners, the Athletics, the Astros, and the Angels, giving our thoughts on them, what they did this offseason, and what we see them doing in the 2023 season. Appreciate you listening. Moving on to your AL West, to your World Series champions of 2022, the Houston Astros. It's hard to argue against this team. They brought in Jose Abreu. They brought back Michael Brantley and Rafael Montero. They lost Justin Verlander, huge part of their rotation, the former Cy Young winner of the 2022 season. They lost Christian Vasquez and Trey Mancini, who are living ads. They lost Will Smith, Alemis Diaz, and Yuli Gurriel. I think that the losses, the only notable one to me is Justin Verlander. Mm-hmm. The Houston Astros is just a team that's going to get it done year after year. I like them. I do. I think they're a good team. What are your you're, thoughts? You're, you're a Yankee fan. You don't like them. You don't have to be. You don't have to, to lie. Um, <laughs> no, man. I, I mean, this is the best team in baseball, right? I, I don't. I don't think there's much to debate about there. Yeah, they, they, they lose Justin Verlander, and that's big. But this team, I mean, I think we were talking about it. We talked about it a couple of days ago, just you know, off the recording. Their whole starting pitching rotation is guys that they've developed. You know, Every single one of these five guys, they developed them, which is crazy to me. You know, and McCullers, too, who's hurt, and who knows when he's going to be back, and who knows if he's ever going to be consistently healthy again. But you got Framber Valdez, Christian Javier, who signed an extension this year, um, Luis Garcia, Jose Yerquidy, and Hunter Brown. You might not have that Cy Young caliber player in Justin Verlander, but it's still a really good starting rotation. Um, their bullpen is good, too. They've got multiple guys that were really good last year. Um, I think they do They do lack a lefty. That's why they got Will Smith. They really don't have like any proven lefties. But yeah, I'll let you get into the lineup real quick because, man, it is a, it's a loaded lineup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Miller, as you mentioned, I mean, they're starting rotation being homegrown. I, I like that a lot. Old school that way. I like players that are with the team and they stick with the team. Speaks, speaks volume to me and how the Houston Astros are able to do that year in and year out. Um, moving on to the lineup, it's replicated in their lineup. Only three guys in their starting lineup are not homegrown. Um, and you got Altuve, Tucker, Bregman, Alvarez, Abreu, who was out of the offseason. Jeremy Pena came up last year and just killed it. Chaz McCormick, who's locked down in center field. Jake Myers, Maldonado. You got Corey Lee coming up, projected to be on the bench for the catcher. I like this lineup a lot. They can hit for average, and they hit for power. They do it top to bottom. There's not much to argue against. No, it's, it's arguably the top lineup in baseball. Mike Brantley will be healthy again at some point. Slot him into left field DH. The crazy thing about this team is that, you know, Yuli Gurriel did not have a great year last year, um, and they got better with Jose Abreu. Now, granted, I think that contract's a bit big, but I don't think the Astros really care that much. The only, the only like, real weak spot, I think, is Maldonado in terms of a hitter, but he's such a good catcher in terms of, you know, calling a game and framing. 
that I don't think they really seem to care. Dusty Baker, when they brought in Christian Vasquez, was quoted as saying to, to Maldonado, he's like, I don't care that this guy's in. You're still our guy. Um, they really just brought Vasquez in to be able to hit a little more. So, you know, the, there's not a lot to say, really. Um, I think they've they've got a couple solid players in their their farm system. Their farm system, it's weird because you look at it on paper and you're like, man, this does not look great. Like it's it's one of the bottom farms, but they continue to get guys out of it who can contribute at the major league level. There's there's not much. The only I think the only question is like how much does losing Verlander hurt you? That's the only question I have about the Astros. Other than that, they're the World Series favorites again. Yeah, I mean losing Justin Verlander, a Cy Young winner, that's always going to hurt a little bit. But they have enough depth in that starting rotation, and then they still got Lance McCullers. Like I mentioned earlier, and the bullpen just does it. I mean, you got three of the top arms, if not even four of the top five top arms, really, the more I look at it. I mean, you got Presley, Montero, Abreu, Neris, and Stanek. Those guys are scary coming out of the back of the bullpen at the end of the game. You got mm-hmm. multiple guys that can come in here and close a game out. You got a lineup that can just hit for average for power. This team's going to do it, and they, there's a chance they run it back again. I think they are the team to beat in the AL. I think they're the team to beat in baseball, period. That the the win total for Vegas is ninety-five point five. It's interesting because, you know, they won they won over a hundred games last year. No team is projected to win a hundred games again this year. I think if there's one team that could do it, it's the Astros. What's your pick? Ninety-five and a half games is a, I mean, that's a high number. You gotta be on and I discuss this team is going to be on i go over because it's impossible for me to bet against the houston astros i agree I, this is this is probably the easiest over that we'll do in any preview it they're just they're good they're great they're a great ball club they have been for years now um how many alcs's have they made in a row like six i think since the 2017 season well they might make it seven so it's hard, hard to see anyone beating them. I think the more imminent question here is not so much over under, but do they run it back again? Aren't they the, they're the, they're the Vegas favorite. I think, I think it's plus yeah, 500 like around there. Yeah. You know, I, it, it's tough. I don't think, you know, it's tough to win back to back titles. Um, the Braves couldn't do it last year and the Braves were really good. Dodgers couldn't do it in 2021 and they were really good. I'll go no, they won't win the title again, but I think they'll be in the World Series. I think someone will get them. Next up, everyone's favorite Los Angeles team. I'm kidding. They're always disappointing, it seems. But the Los Angeles Angels. The additions they made this offseason, I think were good. Tyler Anderson, they gave him a big deal uh, pretty much at the start of free agency. They traded for Hunter Renfro. They traded for Gio Urshela. They got Carlos Estevez. Um, they signed Brandon Drury, signed Brett Phillips, and signed Matt Moore. They lost Mike Lorenzen, Matt Duffy, Kurt Suzuki, and Archie Bradley. Those are the major additions and subtractions. I know that your wife is an Angels fan, Juby. So what are your thoughts on this team? Man, I mean, growing up on the West Coast, they are my favorite West Coast team. In the AL, at least. I They have the two of the best. They have arguably the two best players in baseball in Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, two of the best players 
not just in our generation, but of all time, arguably. And the disappointing seasons that they have turned over have been frustrating. And they got to be frustrating, you know, for all fans of baseball, really. I mean, you want to see two of the best guys that have ever done it in the game to go out there and be competing on the highest platform in the, in the postseason. So, I mean, the additions they made, I like it. I like Hunter Renfro. He hit the ball well for Milwaukee last year. Gio Urshela came out of nowhere a few years ago, and he's the real deal, in my opinion. Um, you add, you know, Drury, um, who was good in the first half, went over to San Diego last year, and, you know, I don't, I don't think he was anything spectacular, but he was a good player. And Phillips adds great defense. I think the additions do a lot more than the subtractions here. I, I like this team going into the 2023 season. Yeah, I'm not quite sold on Phil Nevin as a manager, um, but, you know, is what it is. They're tough. I, I, think, I think the one thing they did do, when I mentioned that the Tigers had the worst lineup in terms of, you know, below wins above replacement players getting at-bats, the second worst team was the Angels, and you wouldn't think that. But they were so banged up at points last year. They were throwing guys out there that, you know, they shouldn't be playing on the Oakland A's for Pete's sake. So they, they I think getting Renfro, getting Urshela, getting Drury, that's huge. It, it creates a lot of flexibility in that lineup that you didn't have before. You know, Anthony Rendon, they need him to stay healthy. They need Trout to stay healthy. But I, I, I will say I doubt that Trout does stay healthy for a whole season. He had so many homers last year, and he was out for multiple weeks. Shohei is... You know, he's looked even better than before in the WBC. Maybe that's just because he's playing for, for country, but their real question mark is the bullpen. This is one of the worst bullpens in Major League Baseball. It's a solid starting rotation, Sans Otani, but this bullpen is rough, man. I mean, it's, it, just, it just doesn't look good, and that's going to be a problem. Like, there's, there's no big dog, right? Like, they traded their big dog in Rysel Iglesias, and why? Not really sure. Yeah, it, it has been and will continue to be a big question mark for this team. Uh, I like the addition of Matt Moore. I do. I think he dealt really well for Texas last year. I don't think he's enough to, to bulk up this bullpen. Um, but I do think the additions in the lineup is going to help them produce. And you got to remember, they had a good first half last year, and they just fell apart in the second half. Taylor Ward looked really good in the first half and then fell off. Randon was just bad last year, and he's got a nice guy's contract. Like He's got to come up and turn it around this year. Um, but I think adding players like Renfro and Urshela are going to help bring some balance to consistency in this lineup. So I think they'll turn it around. I think that the lineup will continue to hit. Does the bullpen bulk up like they need to and prove to be good in the late latter half of the game? I mean, we'll see. It's interesting to know with this team as we get into the the win over under. It's at eighty one. This is the seventh biggest payroll in baseball, and Vegas doesn't think that they'll win. They'll win around eighty one games, which is nuts to me. And that tells you how much this team spends, and how much production they've gotten in recent years. It's 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 mind blowing. I mean, if you're gonna pick over under, I think I'm. I can't, I know where you're leaning. What's your pick on the over under for this team? And they came in at 73 wins last year. Crazy. This team, 73 and 89. On paper, I think it's always easy. I think, you know, like you said, we're not solo Nevin. Does he come in and do, do good? 
I think he's going to be better uh, than what they had in there before, but it's a tough AL West and Seattle's looked good. Astros look good. You know, you're playing more of the league this year. I'm over, but very slightly, very slightly. I think I, I see them, you know, under 85 wins, but, but it's hard to argue against the talent that's being brought to this lineup. Yeah. One thing also to note, this is this might be it for Shohei Otani in Los Angeles, for the Angels at least. This is this is their year. Like they have to win to prove to him, hey, we want to compete moving forward. Because he said all I want to do is win. Does the money I don't think matters to him. He's gonna get it anyways, and he knows that. But they have to win. And I think if they're even like close to a wild card spot at the deadline, they gotta go all in. They gotta trade what they have. They just they need to try to push to prove to Otani, hey, stick around. We can win some titles because they haven't proven that yet. I also will go over. I will. I think 82, 83 wins is safe for this team if they stay healthy. Um, a lot of that health depends, though, on Shohei and Trout. If those guys are out for an extended period of time, this team could suffer. And I hope they don't because when those two guys are at their best, that's when baseball is at its best. And I want to see those two performing on the biggest stage come October, November. Oh, man. Can you imagine Shohei in a playoff game? Oh, that would be so great. Hopefully we see that. I have a feeling we will at some point in the next few years, regardless. Yeah, they got to go all in this year, man. It's it's could potentially be Shohei's, Shohei's last year. You've got to go in if you're the Los Angeles. I agree. I agree. Moving on to the next team on, you know, just a little up the West Coast here. The Oakland A's the athletics for the season. It is, it is dismal for this team. Uh, last year was tough. They, I mean, they sold off everybody. To think about some of the talent that this team had on there, and, you know, not that long ago. But, I mean, jumping into who they added this year, I mean, they brought in Jace Peterson, Trevor May, Drew, I'm going to butcher this, Rusinsku? Rusinski. Uh, Rusinski. Uh, Shintario Fujinami, Jesus Aguilar, Estrella Ruiz, who's got some speed. Uh, yes. Manny Pena, you know, a little bit more of the, the veteran status coming in there for a catcher, which they need on this team. Uh, they brought in Brent Rooker, J.J. Belide, Ryan Noda, and Kyle Muller. So, I mean, they brought in a ton. Uh, they lost Sean Murphy, and they lost A.J. Pook. Pook? Puck? I, I'm it's not Puck. sure. The... I think it's Puck. <laughs> The exact pronouncing of that, but yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like Lemus Diaz. You know, I think Jace Peterson, I think this is a good reset, a good place for these guys to come and kind of figure it out. Trevor May's been good in recent years. I think like the Tigers, there's not a, not a ton to dig into here. Um, they added a lot, but they lost Sean Murphy, who was the best player on this team, I thought. Um, they traded away. They've traded away guys like Frankie Montas and Sean Manaya. Uh, Chris Bassett, um, Matt Chapman, you know, they lost Marcus Simeon. They traded away Matt Olson last year. Like this was a playoff team and they've just blown it up. And it's not hundred percent sure why maybe it's just cause it's Oakland and they're, they've historically been cheap. Maybe it's cause they want to move to Vegas and they don't want to be competitive in Oakland anymore. You know, there's some guys that you like in this lineup. You know, Ramon Laureano has good defense. I kind of like Seth Brown. He's projected to hit the most homers for them this year at 23. 
Jace Peterson wasn't bad for the Brewers last year. Shea Langoliers was, you know, one of the top prospects in Atlanta's farm system, and now he's here. I like Esther Ruiz. He's he's fast. Just the bat skills are not quite there where you'd want them to be at a major leaguer level. Um, the rotation, you know, Shintaro Fujinami has nasty stuff, but he walks players a lot. I believe so far in spring training he has an 18% walk rate. That's kind of high. Uh, James Caprellian, J.P. Sears, Drew Ruskinski, Ken Waldachuk. Paul Blackburn is hurt right now, um, but it's nothing serious, so he should be fine. Man, I mean, what do you think about their pitching? It's it's not good. Yeah, I mean, Paul Blackburn's obviously the, the only guy with significant experience in the major league level. I think he's obviously their ace if he's coming back. Um, so he should be back pretty soon. doesn't look like it's an injury. You know, I'm not sold on it, obviously. they. I mean, they do have the low payroll in baseball, so what do you expect for a team that's only paying $40 million to their entire you know, MLB roster? I don't expect a lot from them. So, I mean, I think they only have positives to prove. I think people are already counting against them, so just go out there and do what you can do. Yeah, I mean, looking at the pen real quick, Trevor May, Zach Jackson, Danny Jimenez, Domingo Acevedo, Sam Mole, Drew Steckenreiter, Chad Smith, Adam Aller. Like, oh man, it's just Trevor May, I think, is he's just gonna be like the veteran there to lead some of the younger arms, and then they're gonna sell him off for who knows what. The one thing I think I don't know if they've done it well in trades. I don't think they've gone after like high end prospects. Their farm system is more quantity than it is quality. Um you're looking at their top prospects right now. And I think Langoliers is still technically one. No, Soderstrom is one. He's supposed to come up this year. Waldachuk, Zach Giloff, Kyle Muller. You know, Esther Ruiz is a top 10 prospect for them. And at this point last year, he was not a top 10 prospect for the San Diego Padres. So I don't know. There's, there's not a lot of reinforcements here that are like high level. It's going to be tough for them this year. Um, I feel bad for athletic fans. I don't think they deserve this, but they clearly have ownership that just is not interested in winning right now. Maybe they will be someday, but it's not right now. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at the lineup too here, the league average for batting average last year was 243, like we mentioned earlier. They have one player that is projected to hit above, and that is Tony Kemp. Ugh, that's rough. It's going to be another tough year, but you know, like I said, you got some, you got some young guys on this team. Go out there and prove what you got. Show how you can do it at the big league level. And I think if you're a good player on this athletics team, you're hoping to be potentially traded to a con- a contender. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that leads us into the over under. I believe this is our lowest over under line coming from Vegas this year at sixty and a half games. That's a hard one to, to project worse than. I mean, where are you sitting at? Where do you think the Oakland Athletics team ends up? Amazingly, Fangraphs has them projected at 70 wins. There's no way this team hits 70 wins. They're not that good. This is tough, man, because Vegas is Vegas is on it. You know, they know like, hey, this team is bad, and we don't want people like taking money that they could, you know, they could get otherwise. I, I'm going to go under. It pains me to say that, but this is a really bad team. And I think that, you know, anything that they have that's positive, they could just 
traded off and and they're gone. So I got to go under. I, I don't I don't see enough positives that make me think, yeah, man, this team will get sixty five wins a season. They could. It's a it's a big enough gap, but I'm gonna go under just to be safe, just for the fun of it. Yeah, I mean, this team came in at sixty and one oh two last year, and they're not better. I, I think I got to go over. Surprisingly, it's barely. I mean, they're at sixty one sixty two in my opinion. And I think Olympus Diaz and Peterson. Those guys, you know, might be able to add a little bit more than they had last year. I think that's the only reason I'm adding a game or two from those guys. But yeah, Fangrass really seems to like them. I'm not 100% sure why, but who knows what the data likes and why it does. Next up, Seattle Mariners. You know, came out of nowhere last year, had a great season. They won a playoff game. Um, they won two playoff games. They didn't win one at home. They had the big 18-inning game. So they got two games worth up there in Seattle. Um, they've been waiting a long, long, long time. Their additions, they added Teoscar Hernandez, add some pop to that lineup. Cooper Hummel, Colton Wong, A.J. Pollock, Tommy Listella, and Cole Calhoun. They lost Kyle Lewis, Jesse Winker, Abraham Toro, Eric Swanson, Mitch Hanniger, Carlos Santana, Adam Frazier, and Matt Boyd. You know, looking at it right there, I would, you can argue that they lost more than they gained, but this is still a really good team. The addition of Luis Castillo, who they signed to an extension, that was huge for them last year. What do you think about the Mariners? Yeah, on paper, they lost them. I mean, Adam Frazier, he was very disappointing last year. I think Jesse Winker was very disappointing as well. I think Abraham Toro was solid. Swanson was solid. Hanniger had a good year. Kyle Lewis, you know, being a former rookie of the year i expected more from him i think he has more in the tank i just you know julio rodriguez coming up and some of the other talent that seattle has i think they were standing in the way of Kyle Lewis being able to uh, get a chance to prove himself again at the end i like him i think they're exciting i really do i think they're an exciting team um i'm looking for kellenick to have a bounce back year julio rodriguez i i don't think he's going to disappoint i think he's going to be in the league for for a while I like the addition of Hernandez. Do they run it back and make the postseason? But I do think they're a good team. I think they have some exciting exciting players. I think Castillo's going to come back and do it. Gilbert's been exciting to watch. Robbie Ray, I think, is probably one of the question marks out of the starting rotation. He's got to bounce back this year and have a better year than he did last year. Yeah. I think I'm probably a little higher on the Mariners team than you are. Um... I mean, Julio's one of the best players in baseball at this point. You know, just the whole package. Um, how he went from being a guy that was a corner outfielder to one of the best center fielders in the game is really remarkable. And Teoscar Hernandez, this is his walk year. He's a free agent next year. And if he wants to get paid, he's going to have to deliver. Um, Eugenio Suarez was a lot of fun last year. Cal Raleigh was a lot of fun last year. Ty France. Colton Wong, the bat was not awesome last year. Um, and his defense, which he's which is what he's known for, was actually has been declining according to baseball savant, but still a good option to have. Better than Adam Frazier for sure. Yeah, their rotation, I mean, Castillo, Gilbert, Robbie Ray, George Kirby was great last year. Marco Gonzalez is also another solid uh option to have. You know, I their bullpen too, man. I mean, this bullpen last year, Sewell, Munoz, Castillo, Brash, Murphy, Matt Festa. They can just throw 
the little bit like the Rays, right? Where they just throw different arm angles at you. They don't have a single lefty in their bullpen. I don't know if they need to because these guys all have nasty stuff. I mean, Munoz can blow it by you. Brash has one of the most, you know, incredible off-speed pitches in the game. Sewell is consistent. Yeah, this is easily the second best team in the AL West. I don't think there's any debating that. It's just, you know, can they push the Astros and, you know, where are they going to be at in the wild card race? I think they showed last year in the postseason that they kind of they're going to struggle against the Astros. I mean, who isn't? But yeah. And what you're adding, I mean, the significant add is Hernandez. And do I think that he pushes them up above? I I don't think so. I think they're still going to struggle. I think there's a little ways to go, but there is some excitement with this team. Um, I think they have one of the most rated starting rotations in the game, though. Overrated or underrated? I didn't hear that. I think they have one of the, the more underrated starting okay. rotations in the game. There you go. The win total. This is an interesting one. 87 and a half wins. What do you got? You got over or under? Last year they came in as a 90 win team. I think that they are a little bit better this year than last year. I'm going to put them at that same spot. I think they're a 90 win team again. I'm going over. I'm also going to go over. I think it's, you know, with, with everything balancing out, They'll play some tougher teams, but they will play the Astros a little less. Um, and the Astros have kind of dominated the Mariners, at least towards the end of last year, where they, they really proved like, hey, there's a, there's a decent gap here. Yeah, I'll go over. I think, it's, I think it's an easy over. I think the under is a little harder to predict, but this is a good team, and they're aggressive. If they have a hole, they'll try to fill it as best they can with what's left of the farm. Yeah, I mean, Mariners will be interesting to see if they run it back again. Uh, moving on to the last AL West team, the Texas Rangers. They made some big additions this year. Um, they boosted up that rotation, uh, adding Jacob deGrom, Nate Eovaldi, Andrew Heaney. They re-signed Martin Perez. They brought in Robbie Grossman and Jake Odorizzi. Uh, they also lost Nick Solak, Cole Calhoun, Matt Moore, and Dennis Santana. I like the additions a lot that they brought in to the Texas Rangers here. They lost a couple pieces, but compared to where they were at last year, I think a win for the offseason for the Texas Rangers. What do you think? Yeah, man, they spent a lot of money this offseason, a ton of money on that Jacob deGrom contract. It's interesting that the pitcher who's arguably the most physically talented pitcher of our generation, it could be considered a gamble because of the the – you know, the injuries. Um, he's projected to pitch 163 innings this year. I don't know about that. I mean, that, that seems like it's pushing it, but he already had a little bit of an issue this offseason. You know, Nady Evaldi also kind of has an injury history, but when he's good, he's good. Um, Andrew Heaney last year, the Dodgers were very specific in terms of what they wanted him to throw and how much. Is he going to be fine just being thrown back into a starting rotation. He should be, but he's essentially kind of the four of the five here, so not a ton is needed of him. John Gray was fine last year. And Martin Perez, you know, he he had a career year last year. He was awesome. It's unrealistic to say that like he's going to do that again, but he doesn't have to. He's not the the ace anymore. Their bullpen is kind of where I go, eh, because you know it's it's fine, but it's not awesome. Um, Jose Leclerc, Jonathan Hernandez, they added Will Smith, they have Taylor Hearn. The, the pitching side of things, they've definitely tried to beef that up. 
their rotation is more formidable than it was a year ago for sure. I know you're high on some of the guys in this lineup. What do you think about their lineup? Yeah, no, man, I'm high on their, I'm high on their lineup. I do like him. I think Nathaniel Lowe, he had a great year last year. I think he's going to have another good year this year. I think Simeon and Seeger were great ads that they added last year. I, uh, Adoles Garcia, I like him. I think he's got some pop. I mean, he's projected at 29 homers this year. Every single one of the top five bats in this lineup is projected to be in the 20s on the homers. I think that's pretty big for a lineup. I like that. I like this lineup a little bit, a little bit slow in the lower half, but I think they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's Corey Seager and Simeon really started the season slow last year, but once they started picking up, they started picking up. And there's, what, like $500 million between those two with their total contracts? It's crazy. But the Rangers are going for it. I mean, they're everything's bigger in Texas, and they want to win. I think they've seen the Astros win, and they're like, well, if they can do it, we can do it. But a big part of that's going to be developing talent. You know, I, I think that, you know, Jack Leiter and Kamar Rocker were two good pitchers for them to pick, but it's unclear if those guys are going to ETA anytime soon. I think Leiter's projected for next year and Rocker's projected for 25. So um, I don't think they're going to get a ton out of their their farm. I mean, Josh Young will will play this year, obviously, to be their everyday third baseman, but they are going to be a fascinating team for sure. Yeah, I mean, everything's bigger in Texas, and so is their payroll. They got the ninth largest payroll in baseball. They got some big names in the starting pitching with, you know, DeGrom and Seaman Seeger. So I think this is going to be a good team this year. I think Martin Perez projecting him to have a 4.15 ERA is it's low, and or it's a low ERA in my opinion. Or high ERA, sorry. Have it backwards there. I think he's going to be better than a 4.15. I think he reminds me a lot of like Mr. Cortez kind of pitcher mm. they're underrated coming into it and i think you know after a couple of years he's gonna he's shown that he has it he's been doing it for a long time now and this was this is his best year but i definitely agree he's he's gonna be better that win total you know it, it's at 82 and a half uh, this team won 68 games last year and they're projected to win 83 i believe that's one of the biggest flips in baseball according to fan graphs what do you think I think their starting rotation beefed them up a lot. I just think this is a very tough division, man, and it's hard to go over on a team who's competing against Seattle and Houston. I I think I'm going to go under on the Texas Rangers this year. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you there. I'm going to go under, but but just barely. I mean, I think this is a 500 ball club. Their volatility of their rotation, though, is the make and break it of this team. If they get the most out of Jake DeGrom, they're going to win a lot of games. If they get what we've usually gotten out of Jake DeGrom, which is, eh, you'll get him for half the season, then I question their starting pitching depth. And like you said, the back end of this lineup, it's a little hairy. Um, you know, if you're relying on, you know, Robbie Grossman, Bubba Thompson, and Brad Miller, it's not terrible. It's not the Oakland A's, but it's, it's not great either. So I'm also going to go under... We'll see how they look. They're going to be very fascinating this year um, because they just, they're going for it. And they are really trying to speed up this rebuild as quickly as possible. And I like to see it because I like teams who try to win. We'll have to see if, if their experiment works out. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Diamond Dingers podcast. 
We appreciate you guys listening. If you want, you can follow us on Twitter at DiamondDingers underscore. We'll post links to all our episodes there and our thoughts on baseball in general. Like I said, we appreciate you guys listening. Catch you next time.